Stephanie Small, who you'll recall was with us last year. She's one of two guests this morning who appeared in our broadcast back in 2018. She's Director of Counseling Services and Senior Services for JFCS. Stephanie, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you for having me. One year later, I, I, I think you sat, we were in the synagogue last year doing the show, I think you sat there, I would bet, uh, not knowing exactly how things would pan out during this upcoming year, 2018 to 2019. A year later, what can you tell us about how the organized Jewish effort has really helped people out there deal with the trauma of last year's episode? You'd be right. We had no idea how it would turn out. Right. And over the course of the year, we provided on-site counseling here at the JCC for drop-in we provided support groups. We provided individual counseling. We really wanted to make sure people were felt that they were heard and supported. We were in contact with all of the families of the victims, all of the survivors, one-on-one. -on -one. We hired a care navigator to take care of them specifically. And just think, everybody, 11 victims. We're talking about a lot of circles of people that Lots have to be circles. dealt with. right? Exactly. And everybody feels it in right. different ways. There's all those concentric circles. And specifically for the congregations, over the Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur time, and for the commemoration date, we made sure there were mental health therapists on site at each of the congregations. And this Shabbos will have the same. Our, early, the our earlier guest pointed out the high holidays. That was such a... Important observation. You just spoke about the 27th, which was, of course, many very important observances and people commemorating the date in many different ways. And then, as you just said, this coming Shabbos is a very important date as well. It's a very important date. Because people need to feel it. They yeah. need to be, know that they're supported and that whatever they're feeling is normal. As I said last year, whatever yeah. reaction you had last year, Correct. To an, <laughs> any reaction to an abnormal situation is normal. Right. And it continues, and it continues in all situations. That phrase, by the way, can be very helpful to a lot of people. It really <laughs> is. It really is. Um, and people shouldn't uh, panic if they're reacting in a certain way, even if it's a year later, right? Correct. Yeah. We know from other mass casualty events that trauma can... There are people not telling their stories till five years later. Right. And so we... JFCS and we're a community that should know this, just knowing how Holocaust survivors dealt with their, exactly. you know, uh, a retrospective on their life, you know, when they, when they decided to reveal things. Some immediately and many, many others way down the road, many years later, as we know. Or never at all. Or never at all, correct. And so we know that people will have these feelings going on. We know that with the change of seasons, a lot of people felt it from summer into fall. When the sirens uh, are going off, people right. still feel it. So whatever people are feeling, it's normal to feel it. And we're here to help no matter what. And people should know that. We're right. still here. We're not going anywhere. So Stephanie Small's with us. You get an interesting perspective on how individuals deal with this, families, the circles you mentioned. Is there a way to tell the community at large? Is there a way to walk the streets and someone like yourself get the feeling of what life is like here in Pittsburgh a year later? Is there a way to gauge the way the general mood is? The general mood is calmer. It is calmer. And people feel better. But it's also a reminder, I mean, right now in Israel, with all right. of the rockets. That's so right. we're all feeling that solidarity with mm -hmm. them. I actually reached out. We, the Israel Trauma Coalition had come out a few times over the course of this year to Pittsburgh to help train the clinicians, the first responders on trauma-informed care. And I reached out to them this morning to tell them that I'm in solidarity with them. And as Ruvi Rogel wrote back, he said, you know, sometimes we're the helpers, sometimes we're the ones being helped. And that's all of us here. Sometimes we're the helpers, sometimes we're the ones being helped. And the community feels that. They know that. But you walk around, you see the stronger than hate signs have not left. Right. The crocheted mug and davids have not left. Right. The entire community feels it.
Pittsburgh ain't giving in to anybody. We ain't giving in to anybody. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I uh, during one of our earlier conversations, someone pointed out that the that the, when, when they changed the outside of Tree of Life from the tarp that it was to the exhibit that it is now, you know, mm-hmm. we'll, call, we'll call it that for a moment. So we pointed out how the uh, for anyone who thought that this murderer had some type of small victory by closing the synagogue, look at the resilience. Look at the way the reaction was. And I'm sort of saying to myself. If that perpetrator, if that murderer walked into this building and saw the amount of activity and the early uh, childhood and the seniors and the number of programs <laughs> and uh, the flyers and the, and the computer messages with what's happening here on a regular, he would hate the JCC. He would hate <laughs> it. I mean, he, he would, would really hate it. The Jewish community, if anything, got stronger from it. Synagogue membership went up. Is that true? Synagogue membership in those three congregations went up to from what it had been before. And people all over feel they need to connect to their Judaism. We they need to ta- not let it be killed. We always talk about this. We always mm-hmm. talk about community connecting. Yes. Unfortunately, it's usually in time of tragedy. Uh, yeah. We try. We try. It's to the Jewish way. We, <laughs> we, we try to encourage it in time of happiness as well. It doesn't work as well, but okay. But it's true. People need an address to go to. They need to feel connected and find their own family outside their family. And that's what they have. They feel the spirituality. They feel the Yiddishkeit. They feel the connection to the traditions that have always been there. And we do, we feel it in times of tragedy. But if that can make it into a time of simcha, where we're all together and achdos, then we did it right. Right. Now and they didn't win. We won. Now, you're not a lifelong Pittsburgh person, right? I am not. I grew up in, in Far Rockaway, But you're one of New those York. people, as I pointed out earlier, who if they're here for a few months, all, of a, done. Sudden, all of a sudden this is your adopted city, right? 20 years Which we're I, now here. Oh, it's so 20 years. So you, 20 have, you years. have a right to at least feel that way. I am. I'm not quite. My children are yinzers, as we'll say, but still, <laughs> still can't take the New York out of And it is remarkable <laughs> to me. Just from the last two hours of conversations, because you know what New York is like. Oh, yeah. It is remarkable to me the level that people get to in terms of reaching out and trying to get along with everybody. Yes. And by the way, not just the Jewish community. No. The greater community of Pittsburgh as well. And it's fascinating. And you see people here who are in, in communities that in New York would be much more only... Uh, which we much, would be much more isolated. Mm-hmm. And they themselves are the ones making the effort... To, to reach out to everybody and be a real yes. neighbor. Even in the suburban congregations, they all reach towards in. Everybody knows each other. I mean, I'm sitting here waiting for the interview to start, and I'm saying hello to 60 right. different people, all, all who I know from different stripes and different colors and everything else, because that's what Pittsburgh is. It's very Squirrel Hill, and it's that's what it is. Hill. It's very Squirrel Hill. There you go. <laughs> Another comment has come through. Montreal stands with Pennsylvania. And then one of our uh, listeners writes, uh, thank you for being at the JCC. My aunt is 100 years old, a Holocaust survivor, lives independently, and goes to the JCC every day and lives her. life to her. the fullest. You know her. Pittsburgh strong. I I'm know. I know her. I'm so glad we came here today. <laughs> I know that grandma. You because, know the grandma. Because JFCS also provides Holocaust services, there and she is amazing and we're always begging her to take more services just because i don't need it i don't need it i don't need it she's amazing <laughs> and that that really sums up pittsburgh we're yeah. amazing and amazing. people should know we have certainly picked that up i'll tell you that i'm 